What's up everybody and welcome to the Wardcast. Every Monday we bring you the latest in video game news, chat about survival horror, machinima, and what's going on at the Ward Productions. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Clark, alongside Jazz Rich. There we go. Shayla Hill. Hi. And Maple. Hey, what's up guys? You can find the Wardcast at youtube.com slash the Ward Productions, and you can also get it on Google Play. Jazz. What? I would ask how your Thanksgiving was, but uh that doesn't, it that, was a that month ago. That doesn't exist in your dimension, so... <laughs> it does. How, how just, was your week? It was... Uh, my week was awesome. Great. R- riveting <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Thank end. you for sharing with the The novel's internet. coming out next week. <laughs> <laughs> Great. One page. Not even. It's like half a page. It's like... I just like... I wrote my half. story in somebody else's book. <laughs> just like a... So cl- I don't have to like pay a the little, publisher. A little note inside somebody else's book. Yeah. Great. Anything <laughs> else? <laughs> uh, I I was helping Shayla learn how to speak French. Guaranteed she forgot everything she learned. Shayla, can you confirm or deny this? Perfect. We. Uh, we. Oui. <laughs> oui. <laughs> okay. Um. So. So, uh, Shayla. Yeah. Other than learning French. How was your Thanksgiving? How was your week? Oh, so awesome because Jazz has Monster Hunter now and she plays That was like Monster 3 weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't been on the podcast for a while and Oh yeah. Oh, we know. I'm, I, I, <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knows. And I ate a lot of turkey and actually had a day off from work. Ooh, days off from work are good. Right? It I doesn't like happen. Those. No, it's it's infrequent, but they are nice. Yeah. Anything else other than Thanksgiving? Um, just that I started the Monster Hunter Machinima. Oh shit! Four. What does that mean? You started it. What did you do? Uh, I started writing the script, capturing footage. Uh, well, the script, the um, one of the scenes is already written, so I've been kind of um, looking at different editing softwares to use and found one did a couple like little test scenes and I think uh um I'll be able to have at least like one scene ready to get like voice acted soon. What the hell are you using to edit? Um so it's a program called let me pull it up. Video Leap. Sounds great. <laughs> Actually it's really nice. It's, I mean oh, yeah? it has a paper but it has what um, it has all the stuff you'd want in a video editing software. Like you have like things like you can tweak the color and like you can do the clips and multi and it can have multiple um, video like audio and video on the timeline. Um, and you can do like overlays and um, green screen animation kind of stuff like multi layer. So nice. Yeah. So is it like one of those free things, free software? <laughs> It's like, um, well, you get like, you can try it out for free. And then like after a couple days, you either have to pay for it monthly or like you pay 60 bucks and it's just yours. More monthly subscription bullshit. But that's only optional. It's, that's good. It's that's like, good. At it's least like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. It's like, if you, hey, if you don't have $60 right now and you really just, or you just need to use it for a month and then you might not use it again for a while. Then you just pay like the subscription fee and then um, cancel it when you don't, you know. But if it's something you're going to use like all the time, then you just pay like the sixty bucks and you're good to go. Awesome. 
Well, yeah. can't, can't wait to see what you do with that machinima. Maple, you also live in the uh, no Thanksgiving dimension, so I won't ask how your Thanksgiving <laughs> was, but uh, how was your week? My week has been uh, pretty hectic, actually. A lot more work and whatnot. I've been seeing a lot of your, your people coming up to my workplace. Your people? <laughs> what do you mean, your people? Racist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're coming from your dimension, and they came to our dimension, and, you know, that, that kind of regular stuff happens. They went to see family and friends and uh, all that great joys and, uh, you know, eagles. <laughs> eagles. <laughs> all the eagles flying south. Eagles yeah. flying the geese. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's been uh, pretty uh, busy for the past week and hopefully it should calm down now. It should It should calm down now. I hope. Your people uh... are going to calm down. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I feel hurt. Okay. We I, love I you. Hurt. Don't I'm going to start. Get a, a I'm going to start a movement, okay, for oh, the yeah. white man, <laughs> for the American. <laughs> Where's that fucking wall we were promised? <laughs> oh, it's coming. <laughs> wow. Uh, are you still doing your um, your retro revisiting endeavor? Yes, I'm now playing Kuldelka. Oh uh, my god, you have that nice. Yes, that one's I rare. Been- I'm playing that, uh, revisiting the whole survival RPG kind of mixture. It's very interesting, and I have to say, the voice acting is not that bad. It's actually decent. Oh, it's actually actually voice acted? Nice. Yeah, I was actually surprised. It's like, this is good. It's a rare one. Yeah, very rare game. (laughs) I was like, wow, this is actually good. Yeah, I actually got that uh, about a year ago, and it cost me 75 bucks. It's really Well worth it. What the fuck? It better be. (laughs) It's Um, well worth it. So that game, it's like a, uh, I know it's like a survival horror game, but isn't it also kind of RPG-ish? Yes, uh, it borrows a lot of elements from um, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Tactics, mixed with Resi. Um, but if there's one thing about the game that I wish they kind of fixed before they had launched it was, you know how in Resident Evil, you can see the items very clearly, what you need to pick up, right? You can, some of them are hidden, but you know exactly what, what to look for. Mm-hmm. Um, in Kodoka, it's really hard to see the items. You're not sure if it's there, so you kind of have to like press X everywhere you're looking just to pick up something, oh, or gosh. it's just there and you see it. So that might be a bit of an issue. But besides that, it seems like a great game thus far. As long like as long as you played like other PS1 era games, you kind of go into that expecting yeah. that interface. So I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm not too concerned about it. But I'm sure like the modern gamer or like younger gamers are gonna fucking hate that. <laughs> Oh, for sure, for sure. It's like, where, where is it? Am I missing something? There's, I can't find it. There's not a giant arrow that tells me exactly where to go. This is <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. Where's my next objective? I don't know how to I play this so. game. It's not telling me exactly what I need to do. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, for those who've played Resident Evil, this will be, you know, another What's walk. Resident walk. Evil? Uh, Jazz, you know what Resident Evil is? What are those? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think I heard of I'm that game. <laughs> Once or twice. I don't know you people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. I haven't finished it yet, so yeah, probably next week we'll find out how that goes. Nice. Yeah, you have to let us know how it how it ends up. What you want me to give you spoilers? Well, don't that, tell us the shame. ending, but <laughs> no tell us how it was overall. Okay. <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, no problem. For, for me, my week wasn't too bad. If you recall, last week I was trying to track down a few packages that were missing in action. I managed to get my hands on two of the three so far, so that's good. Oh, nice. I got my two limited run packages, which consist of Thumper Collector's Edition on PS4, Saturday Morning RPG Collector's Edition on Switch, and Cosmic Star Heroin Collector's Edition on PS4. And they're Ooh. actually really nice. They're really high quality. I'll have to put up some pictures or do a video or something. 
So, uh, you know, limited run games, call me about that sponsorship. <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> um, no luck on the package from Alec yet, unfortunately. I, I really hope that doesn't get lost because there, there's some really good no shit marmalite. I will I will be upset. Yeah, no marmalade. <laughs> but yeah, still trying to figure out what's going on with that. Um, did some Black Friday shopping because I love to torment myself. I, or I, I Swartz Friday, excuse me. I have a question about Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, is it really true? Is it exactly as it's seen in the news and then on Reddit, how crazy it gets for you guys? It can be. Like, it's not typical, but I have seen some pretty crazy shit. Like, I worked at Target, like, forever ago. And when I worked there, like, people literally, like, as soon as the door opened, it was an ocean of people, like, pushing each other down, like, fucking making a mad dash for the electronics section. Like, it oh was... Oh, my God. It was legitimately, like, fucking scary. <laughs> It's like um, the elevator and cabin in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Like the last couple of years that I've been just kind of in it shopping as a consumer rather than an employee, it's actually been pretty decent. It's it's slowed down a lot just because I think with like Amazon and just online retailers and kind of the whole Black Friday experience kind of being a little bit more spread out. Like you can buy Black Friday things like a couple days early at some places and just being able to go online during Black Friday, I think that kind of thins out the crowd. So that kind of makes it a little bit more manageable, which is good. Less deaths, <laughs> which is because always nice. Because children saw Jingle All The Way as ch- like are grown up now. Like children that saw Jingle All The Way like grew up and now they're like, oh, Black Friday's terrible. I remember that movie. It was awful. We're going to have to, like, spread it out. Get rid of it. Make Black Friday more... Schwartz. Schwartz Friday. Schwartz Friday great again. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) We gotta be politically correct here. Okay, I see. So I was always wondering about that. I just thought that this was, like, the natural selection for Americans. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, we don't don't want to get overpopulated, so, you know, Black Friday is a way to Schwartz Friday is the way to thin out the crowd. So, I see. Okay. Uh, all right. That's uh, great to know. I have a better understanding of the American culture now. And that's why actually, during those sales, they always sell like butcher knife sets so that you it's can actually get in there. Dude, whoa! <laughs> what the, movie the Purge was based off of just it, fucking people shopping on Black Friday. Exactly. Okay. We need. Sh- we Schwartz. need to. Yeah, I was gonna say we need to pick one. <laughs> We're confusing people, and by people yeah, I mean why me. Yeah, call it Schwartz because <laughs> it's. Because it's politically correct. <laughs> you can't because say the word Arnold, black. Because Arnold Schwarzenegger was in the No, movie. it's because... Um, sh- a That's black funny, I didn't even think about that, but that works too. <laughs> black in German is Schwartz. I know, can't tell joke. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, uh, as far as, like, Schwartz Friday goes, uh, some notable pickups for games I got. Dar- Darsene, I think is how you say it. It's uh, from Software, the same people that did Bloodborne and uh, Dark Souls and stuff like that. It's a PSVR game, and uh, it's only available uh, physical on disc through GameStop, so I got that, which is really cool. Uh, I got Home Sweet Home, which is also PSVR. It's it's weird. It's called Home Sweet Home, and it reminds me of Sweet Home. I don't know if there's a connection, like Capcom's not involved with it, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I got Detroit Become Human. And uh, Bendy and the Ink Machine on PS4, which is also another exclusive physical version from for GameStop. And it's kind of like a uh, I don't know if you guys heard about Bendy and the Ink Machine, but it's kind of like uh, Cuphead, like that kind of art style, but it's like super dark and like almost horror. It looks awesome. I've, 
searches for it. I was wondering what it was. Yeah, uh, it's almost like reminiscent to uh, Disney kind of uh, art style, right? From mm-hmm. Back yeah. in the old days, yeah. Exactly, yeah. It looks really cool. And then I got a couple movies of note. I got Tomb Raider. I haven't seen that yet. I'm hoping Tomb it's not Raider, trash. yes! Hey! And if it, if you don't like it, don't tell look, me. <laughs> the trailers didn't look great, and I'll be sure to tell you how terrible it was uh, next oh, podcast. You're gonna bum me out. And I'm not going <laughs> to be here. I'm going to be sick that day. And I got uh, Ready Player One, which I'm sure... That was, movie looks terrible. Yeah, it looks really bad. And I got Get Out, which I haven't seen that either, but I heard it's really good. Horror movie. I want to see that really bad. I want to see that super yeah, bad. I heard nothing but amazing things about it, so I'm really excited to watch that. Um, but yeah, and I also got some new equipment for ward-related stuff that I'll talk about in an update video once I'm in my own place. Um, but one of those things is a laptop, which should allow me to get a little bit more work done, and I can kind of work on my brakes and stuff like that at work, so that'll be cool. Nice. Yeah. So that's Perfect. good. Uh, Shayla, did you do any Black Friday shopping? I did, but it wasn't anything really exciting. I had to buy a new blender, and I got um, the new Call of Duty. Oh, nice. Wait, Black Ops? Yeah. Black Ops 4? How is that? Cool. Yeah, we should play that. I don't know. I like, I, yeah, I'll definitely install it. I know it's going to take forever to install that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'll probably install it on my brother's because he's got a pro, a PlayStation Pro. Does that actually speed up the install? I don't know. I think it's completely I, dependent on your internet. I just mean like I might as well put it on the better system. Yeah, for sure. Plus, mine doesn't have much room left. I have to either buy an external or upgrade. Oopgrad. Yeah, Oop, once yeah. once I get my mine's in storage, so I can't play it right now. But once I get to it, we'll have to play that. It looks really cool. I've heard a lot of positive things about it. I'm excited. I've heard good stuff. Plus zombies. Always yeah. with the zombies. Unless you're yeah. Jazz. Because she's... Yeah. She sucks. It's, it, <laughs> no, she doesn't. She, she doesn't like the zombies. She hurts my cause, feelings. Because you... It's because you take too much... Like, when me and you played zombies, you were like, Okay, yeah, just here, stay... Here we go. Here we fucking go. I'll <laughs> over here, and I'm going to do this, but I'm like, but I want to figure... And like, no, you can just circle around in the arcade and I'll go do all the cool stuff. So if you can if you can start <laughs> up if you can start up a zombies game and legitimately figure out what you're supposed to do on your own, I wanna see that happen. <laughs> it because it's fucking impossible. <laughs> but I, I I get it. But like I mean we could we could like figure it out together like i can explain to you guys what the process is and we can split up yeah. the tasks but yeah. she she just like i hate i don't this like game. the waves i don't like the waves but you like, like the... survival games you, there's like isn't the they don't Raider, have waves isn't the two raider survival <laughs> wave based no but there's goals does that mean you don't like wave run mm-hmm. it's it's survival based it's wave based shut up <laughs> you just you hate me uh, and my zombies it's fine it's, it's okay yeah. I, I forgive you but the teamwork, the teamwork is my favorite part of it. I love the team-based gameplay. That's why I like Monster Hunter. That's why I like zombies. We're a team. You distract uh, the like zombie, that. and I do everything else. It's a team. <laughs> yeah. No, I would, I would like it if everybody hey, like Sean, was on board and everybody knew like what we were doing. Like it would be a lot more enjoyable and easier to do that way. But like nobody seems to want to get that deep into it. So I'm just like, <laughs> hey, I'll fucking do everything then. 
Don't be a boom shot hogger. Jim. Oh God, Jesus! Don't hog the boom shot. <laughs> you want me to rage? <laughs> God damn it! You deleted someone after they wouldn't fucking like, cause they were hogging the fucking boom shot, and then yeah, you like Gears of War. And they called you a freaking idiot, even though you, like, yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, and, like, nine times out of ten, I just let her get the boom shot. But, she can have whatever gun she wants. The one time exactly. I take it for myself, she fucking loses her goddamn mind. See, so don't be a killer krauser and zombies and make sure that you share the boom shot. No, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I would like it to be the other way. Like, if you guys could do all the shit and I could fucking help, I'm good with that. Like, I don't like having to do everything on my own. I'd rather everybody participate. It just never seems to work out that way. But if we want to do that, we could talk about that off the podcast. But I would like well, to do that. I want to play more zombies, and it's it's a lot more fun with people that you know that actually yeah. want to play it. So it could be but fun. I do, I, I do think it's funny because, like, part of the reason you end up doing everything is because, like, I'm usually really bad at first-person shooters, so it's like, fuck, I don't even have enough points for this. <laughs> but it just means we'll have to, like, take fun. It's okay, though. Jazz makes up for it with shooting. It's It's a balance. It's fine. All right, so let's get into what we've been playing. So uh, let's start with Maple. We kind of already went into that, but was there anything else that, uh, that you've been playing other than Kodelka? Um, actually, no. I haven't really been playing anything on Godelka. Wait, actually, that, that's a lie. I did play some Destiny 2. Gross. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I wish that I didn't even ask. <laughs> look, look. Uh, here's the good thing about me. I was really good. I was patient. I waited. Destiny 2 was free. I downloaded yeah. it. Perfect. That's what I did, too. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. If, okay, if you I didn't, didn't pay for it, it, fine. Yeah. You're playing so, with Howie? You need to invite me next time. That's what we did. I've been playing with Howie. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and granted, I think even if you did buy it, it's only like $10, but still, we're, we're contributing to the problem. <laughs> okay, so at least my contribution is I didn't pay them anything. It was free. So I decided that, yeah, by the way, Bungie decided to pull a scumbag move with the whole, okay, we'll release Forsaken, but you have to buy the other two expansions. Mm -hmm. If not, you can't be able to play Forsaken, which is kind of, you know, stupid. Yep. So they go on with this for about a month, sure, and then after, I think, the beginning of November, they packaged everything all together as one package, and everyone else who had to buy it separately mm -hmm. is out of luck. So, again, I waited, I was patient, Black Friday... Twenty nine ninety nine for the entire package, Oof. instead of paying for seventy nine ninety nine. So you know what? I I'm okay with that. Y you can agree with that, right? Yeah, that's that's a good deal. But I, I even that that whole concept, like the game of the year or the definitive edition, I fucking hate that because all that is is a giant fuck you to the people that supported the game from day one, which are like probably your biggest fans because they went out. They didn't give a shit about the reviews, and they went out there and they bought it, and they paid full price, and then they released this cheaper version with everything on it, and it's like, thanks. <laughs> Thank you for, for giving back to the people that supported you. Yeah, you're totally correct about that. I deplore all of those kind of actions. It's just, it happens so often that I know it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I don't bother. I just wait it out and be patient. But on that, we're going to end that tangent, because I know where this is going to lead. <laughs> So we're going to stop right there. You're probably going to have to derail me later, too, on another topic. So. Oh, no. <laughs> um, what about you, Jess? What have you been playing? Um, I've been playing Monster Hunter with Shayla to get her, try to help her with uh, 
the thing that she said, the machinima. And I played a little bit of a new game that I got. It's not new, but I randomly have it on my account, and I'm trying to make a machinima with it. I won't name it now, but... Ooh, top secret. I've been playing a little bit of that! And uh, mostly I've been watching a movie a lot. <laughs> You've been watching a movie a lot? Because I'm doing a redub of a movie. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to... I have to watch it a lot to get ideas. But I don't think I've been... Like, I've been playing a lot of Ark Survival Evolved with friends, and uh, that shit is fun. <laughs> I'm telling you, if it drops to twenty-five bucks, I'll get it. Outside of that, I just—it's twenty dollars uh, right now. <laughs> but it's digital. I have to have the disc. You know this. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Shayla, what you been playing? Um. Mm. Yeah, basically, um, I did actually like start. I messed around. I like literally played it for only like five or ten minutes. But Klonoa two. Oh, nice. I, I love that game so much. Like, there's this really cool artist that I know who, like, um, drew fan art of Klonoa, and she started, like, selling some stickers, so she did some, like, a limited, like, run of some stickers of them, and I'm just like, oh my god, like, someone else that knows what Klonoa is. That's pretty cool. It seems like I need to be, I need to join the, the bandwagon and start playing, like, retro, like, older games, because, like, you guys are doing it, and I'm just like, fuck I want to do it too. Yeah, like sure. the closest to that would be that uh, sometimes always monsters because it's like eight bit, even though it's still like it's just ah. it's a new indie game. That's the closest that I've come to it. But it's I really want to go back that. and play like PS one, PS two era games. Like I've just been in the mood to do that. And we keep talking about it, and I just want to play it more. <laughs> but yeah, I need to get back into it and and start doing that. I miss the old games. Heck yeah. And then uh, for me, I'm still rocking that Friday the 13th. <laughs> Got a few more trophies on that. I've been getting really effective as Jason. Like most of the time, I kill everyone, even when it's like a full game of eight people. It's awesome. I love it. Who's and your people get so pissed? <laughs> it's fun. What Jason do you use the most? Um, I use part three Jason the most, just because like he seems to be the most balanced. Because like he can. If you can call it a run, he can run. It's more like a brisk walk. <laughs> yeah. But um, I like his uh, axe. His specific weapon kills that he has with his axe are pretty cool. <clears throat> and then I think he's got really good, uh, what is it called, morph ability, where you can kind of get like a speed burst, where you can go fast and chase people down. So like he's really effective. <clears throat> but the, like the last one I've been using is my favorite Jason from Part 7. Just like I like the way that he looks. And um, he's pretty cool, but he's really hard to play because he can only walk. That's the only one I want to use because that's my favorite. Oh, he's so cool. I love him. That's my favorite movie. Yeah, me, I watched that again, like, Halloween. <sighs> Playing Friday the 13th, I've been wanting to watch them so bad. Like, I almost bought the 8-movie DVD for, like, 10 bucks. It was at Black Friday. But it's DVD, and it's not all the movies. Maybe six or seven years ago, it might even be longer than that, but they released, like, the ultimate Friday the 13th collector's edition comes in like a embossed tin and everything and it has all the movies and like a bazillion uh, oh, hours cool. of special features and stuff like that it's like it's super awesome and but it was like 99 dollars, and i'm like holy shit oh, that's a lot of money i'll wait yeah. for it to drop and then i waited yeah. and like a year later it fucking disappeared you can't find it anywhere and it's probably and if you can find it today it goes for 300 dollars or more and it's but it's like, that's what I want. I want the Blu-ray version, not the fucking shitty DVDs. 
Yeah. It's probably because horror fans are, like, super niche and super, like, hardcore. Like, people who like horror movies just, like, really just like horror movies. So, like, that Mm kind of neat stuff is just, like, poof. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, just judging by trends with, like, DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff, that's not typical, (laughs) you know? You typically don't see a a DVD or a Blu-ray become, like, super expensive unless it's, like, a collector's edition of something. But, like... It was just the box set of all the movies. I thought that was just going to be the way to get it. Apparently, I was wrong. <laughs> and that's just how it works for me. Like, if I wait for it, if I wait for it to go on sale, it disappears. And it becomes, like, this huge, rare fucking thing, and I'll never see it again. But if I buy it day one, sure as shit, next week, that shit's available for $3. It sucks, but uh, whatever. And then... Uh, <laughs> One thing that's really annoying about Friday the 13th is, like, you randomly get chosen as Jason. And the last week, or not week, the last three days that I've been playing that, I was picked as Jason once. Jesus. But it's like, when I get him, I do awesome, and it's great, and it's fun. But they never fucking give him to me, and I don't understand why. Because they don't want you to have fun. Yeah, they don't want me to enjoy my experience. They just want me to suffer. Um, I'm uh, nowadays oh. feeling. Like that like i'm like did you guys want us to have fun video or games are no longer about fun fun <laughs> just look now. at red dead redemption 2 i can't it's too big to fit on my tv <laughs> everybody that plays that game even the people that quote unquote like it say that it's not really fun it's more like a simulation but i think a lot of games are are kind of like that where it's like fun's not really the primary goal anymore it's about being cinematic and and realistic and stuff, which I mean is fine, but when everything turns into that, eh, it's probably not good. It's funny but, uh, though. It, it's not. It's terrible. No, Sasha sent me a fucking clip of this random person who runs up to you when you're on your horse, and she's like, "Hey, can you help me?" This blah blah blah, and then like a fucking goat just runs in and butts her, and she goes flying, and she just dies, and you're like, "All right." Wow. Lost my shit. But yeah, uh, so yeah, Friday the 13th, uh, Street Fighter a little bit, still bouncing between silver, super silver, and ultra silver rank on that, so no progress. Why are you doing this to yourself? Super know. silver. But the new unlockable outfit's really cool. It's like a like a sexy mech outfit for, for Yuri, which is pretty cool. But uh, I don't play her because she's fucking DLC, and I don't want to buy that shit. <laughs> But yeah. The pain you inflict on yourself. How do you do this? I, I don't how know. do you do this? I manage. I don't know how. <laughs> Sean's like, I don't want the DLC of this character. The fucking mocap actress in my house right now, reenacting <laughs> everything in live. <laughs> exactly. I'll pay for that, maybe. Maybe. If, it, if there's a disc in the end. Exactly. You gotta have a disc. Give me a fucking disc. And uh, I played and beat Remothered Tormented Fathers, which was really good. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about that, but it's kind of like a clock tower, kind of hide-and-seek survival horror game. Very old-school style. Hello? There's even <laughs> there's even a poster in, in the game for a movie that's called Scissors. So it's like an homage to Clock Tower. It's a really good game. It's, it's really short, and it's digital only, but um, <laughs> despite that... I definitely recommend picking it up if you if you like old school survival horror. Really good game. Hello. But uh, the uh, the voice actress for the main character, terrible. <laughs> but that's also part of old school survival horror, so I dig it. <laughs> Jodie Foster. Yeah, starring Jodie Foster. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, let's jump into some news.
we we might run a little bit longer just because we got four people and things are kind of going a little bit slower than normal but yeah so for the first uh first news item motherfucking telltale games is back in the news no and it's bringing with it some digital games baggage (laughs) everything everything we love to talk about here on the warcast Telltale Games begins to liquidate its assets as the company closes its doors. As Telltale loses its licenses, the many games based on the other company's IPs, like Jurassic Park, uh, Monkey Island, Back to the Future, and The Walking Dead, those games are starting to be pulled from Steam. As we go forward, prepare to see more of those titles disappear because, you know, as they liquidate, they're going to start losing those licenses and they no longer can distribute those games anymore, so they're just going to kind of fade away. There's a chance that some of these will kind of reappear depending on like what happens with the rights if they sell them to companies that want to redistribute them you might see some of these pop back up but they'd have to strike a new deal with the original ip holder so like they'd have to go to universal for jurassic park marvel for guardians of the galaxy and so on and that's not going to be a cheap thing so expect many of these titles to disappear and just kind of stay gone Um, But on a lighter note, Skybound has resumed development on the final season of The Walking Dead as of November 21st, and the original team has been more or less recruited to do it. We should essentially get that full game as it was intended, so that's cool. And then they'll lose the license and it'll probably disappear. (laughs) So who knows? It's kind of weird that they can even do that since they're losing their licenses. They must still be holding on to that one license, I guess, so that they can finish the last game. But I'm curious to see kind of where things go after that. They have, like, the son of, like, the fucking company's, like, boss or whatever, like, hiding in a basement. And they're like, let us continue with this. Chained to a fucking chair. And you'll see your son. (laughs) Yeah. Some drastic hostage situation going on here. Jeez. Jurassic Park. (laughs) That's terrible. Yeah. Hello? (laughs) Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll move on from that because that's more digital bullshit. <laughs> that I was I gonna say, like <laughs> some uh, some territories here. Yeah, it's it's dangerous. But yeah, so the next thing is uh, Detective Pikachu gets its debut trailer. So this is a little bit older, but I, I did want to talk about it because what the fuck? <laughs> uh, in my opinion, it's it's uh, rather creepy looking. You know, like the Pokemon are really fucking weird looking and. I'm sorry, but Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu? Why? No. Stop it. Why? Why not? Please keep hating. Why why would you do that? But for some reason, what's weird is the trailer seems to be getting highly favorable reviews. Like, it's being received really well, and I'm just like, how? How? (laughs) Why? Am I insane? What is happening? Like, what did you guys think of that trailer? Has everybody seen it? Yeah, I've seen the trailer. Uh... You know what? I think I think I might be biased due to the fact that I do like Ryan Reynolds and he does Deadpool, so I'm like, okay, I do too. Yeah, sure. Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just for some reason, look, I, I kind of watched it a couple more times just so I can get used to it. And be like, you know, just watching it once is not enough. So I, I figured, okay, let's watch it again and see how I really feel. And I like it. I, I like the the, no. the whole look of Pikachu, and I like Ryan Reynolds doing the voice for Pikachu. It it just match. <laughs> They look like creepy stuffed animals come to life. I don't know why. It just seems like I can see that. I can accept that for some reason. I don't know what it is, but it just... Actually, okay. so one of the creative um, designers um, behind the movie that kind of what the CG was based off of got popular on Twitter um, by making like realistic depictions of like, what if Pokemon were in our world? And created these kind of like photo is like really good at creating 
photorealistic sort of weird hybrids of like what you see in CG. And they, that's the guy they got to do the director. So they're supposed to be kind of like creepy and whatever. I find it sort of charming in the sense that it makes me think of like teen, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like, did that make any fucking sense? No. Did it? Was it awesome? Yeah. Like Howard the Duck. I wasn't really crazy about that one, but it was just kind of like one of those like where movies just get to do something weird and creative. There was one more I was thinking of that was in that vein. It was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <sighs> there was some other movie I mentioned, and now I can't remember what it was. Howard but the Duck? <laughs> no, there was like another one that was even, that was kind of more recent, but that kind of like weird, like why Perks? is this? Oh, uh, is it like uh, Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, stuff like that. Or whatever, uh, Christopher, Ro Christopher... What the fuck Robin. was it called? Whatever. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Christopher Walken? <laughs> <laughs> it's more cowbells in here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, f for me, it's, it's just like, for one, why, also, why Detective Pikachu? Why is that even a seen, thing? <laughs> have you seen source material? Detective Pikachu sounds fucking awkward and, like, in Detective Pikachu. In Detective Pikachu, he's like, it was a sunny, it was a rainy day, and I was walking down the street. That's the problem. Like, the whole concept for Detective Pikachu and, and the game and oh. all that is dumb. And yeah. then furthermore, like, why the fuck would Pikachu sound like that? Well, why not? Because it's weird. <laughs> it's Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> man. You can have whatever kind of inner voice it wants to have. I guess. Well, it's not even. It's not an inner voice though, because that dude can hear him. Yeah, so, but everybody else hears Pika Pika, so that kid is either insane or he's. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, I changed my mind. If if that kid is insane and that's canon, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> That's all we need to do. Just tell yourself that, then you'll be good. Tell yourself that, and you'll enjoy the movie. Yeah, I guess. But then See, I'm just making my people, own movie in my head, and that's no fun. That's okay. Like, oh, you gotta shut your brain off to enjoy the movie. Like, no, you don't gotta shut your brain off. You just gotta, like, pretend it's like, like, let's try to imagine a situation where this movie could be. And then just there. But that's my problem. Like, trying to envision this as a real thing and buy into it. I can't do that with Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. Oh I can't do it. That's what makes it so bizarre is that it is Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. And like when I watched it, I felt like I was watching an a tr like an April Fool's trailer. Like I was like, is this real? Like, is this real life? Is this real life? Is this allowed? God, that's the thing. Like, why is this allowed? Right. <laughs> I just don't understand how things like this pass, and and clearly I'm in the minority. Think you know, thinking this way because everybody's fucking loving it, but I just don't I understand. It just seems very, very weird. Uh, I guess to eat your own. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I, I as I said again, I had to watch it a couple more times before I really got to, you know I start having it rub off on me and be like, okay, I dig this. All right, yeah, I'd watch it. And uh, yeah, I mean, okay, I have to ask you this: Who would you want? As voice acting for Pikachu. No. Somebody that doesn't <laughs> sound like that. Ellen <laughs> <laughs> You have to give me something like, I mean, like, I don't even have anybody in mind, but... For, Christopher well, Walken. For, first off, I don't think it should be anybody that's known. Because if you put a high-profile actor in, you're going to think of that person. <laughs> and second, it should be somebody that has, like, a, a softer more cutesy voice because fucking look at Pikachu <laughs> I was gonna say Alan Rickman <laughs> perfect <laughs> 
That would have been such a good movie. Aw, oh, rip. <laughs> Clearly, I really don't like this. I'm so sorry. And to, to be fair, like, I'm, I've never played a Pokemon game. I've never been into it. So I'm kind of on the outside looking in. So I'm not as invested as, like, most people that are going to go see this anyway. But I can still, like, appreciate a movie, typically, if, it's, if it looks cool. Whatever. You were that if it looks cool, I'm into it. But you were that, that does not one... look cool to me. You were that one kid. That one kid. That didn't get into Pokemon? Yeah. Like, well, the, clo- I... the closest I came was Yu-Gi-Oh! I worked at um, a game store when I was 16, and all of the little kids... All of the little kids, every little kid loved Pokemon. It was like, what do you, what Pokemon thing do you want today? The game, the cards, or the, I'm sorry, that's not in stock. I'm sorry, that's a, would you like to buy a Pokemon figure or a Pikachu stuffed animal? <laughs> I love the like, delivery on that too. Like, I just don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. And like, this one little kid was like, I'm looking for a game. Or he's like, I have a Game Boy now and I'm looking for a game. I was like, uh, Pokemon, and he's like, I don't like Pokemon. I was like, I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. My next question would be, you don't have a knife or a gun, right, child? (laughs) But the kid was all like, no, he was just more like cool. He was like, it's okay. Everybody assumes that every single kid in my school loves Pokemon. I just don't like it. And I was like, that's cool, okay, that's cool. (laughs) It's like me with bacon. Yeah, bacon. Don't eat bacon. Like, <laughs> uh, maybe that's part of it too. Like, when when Pokemon was kind of blowing up too, I worked at uh, Game Crazy, mm-hmm. and like I got to see that bullshit firsthand and be on the the bad side, like <laughs> dealing with the annoying aspects of it rather than buying into it. So that probably impacted me in a negative way that kind of pushed me away from that a little bit and like i as far as like like Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff i didn't even get into that until way later and even that was just the cards like i never watched the show i never bought any of the collectible stuff it was just i enjoyed playing the card game and nothing else so if they released a movie or something i was like whatever i just i don't know that just that whole concept doesn't really interest me i guess I think the coolest thing that's kind of in that realm would be, uh, what, what was it called, uh, Monster Rancher? Oh, oh my god, yes. Yeah, like Rancher. that would probably be my ideal version of that. And even that was a little weird and silly, but... I like, I like Digimon. Game. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> I like Digimon. Yeah, I just awesome. I like the idea that they were going like it wasn't just a shared world like they were going to the world of the monsters and it had it just had like a actual like kind of story that progressed rather than like kind of cartoon <laughs> characters where yeah mm-hmm. Ash like, is really just more of like an actual cartoon character that says twelve year old twelve years old forever yeah like on kind of went with and the I story. I enjoyed watching like. Back when it was just like 150, like I played the Game Boy game of Pokemon and I liked the cartoon, but like I just once they spread that, it just got like way too much. It's like okay, I can barely remember 150 names. You're gonna fucking make me remember like 2,000 now. And like Digimon was like, you know, at least they talk. <laughs> they don't just stand there and say their own fucking name 24/7. So like half of the script written is just literally the name of the Pokemon repeated over and over. Like, they were having conversations with the kids in Digimon, like and it was the- a little bit more, like, interesting. They were but cool. But what if all those Digimon sounded like Ryan Reynolds? 
Well, then, <laughs> I don't. I don't like Ryan Reynolds. So you're like preaching to the for some of <laughs> for some of them it wouldn't be that weird. I mean, like some of the Digimon turn into like more like almost more Matt like, Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. There's like a woman and like there's. I mean, some of them kind of look more like like dudes. Like the plant that turns into like a fucking angel or something. That's the cat. And then, and, and, uh, no, yeah, no. Okay, the plant turned into something else. But like, there's one that's like it's a blob that turns into like a tiger that turns yeah. into. <laughs> I don't fucking know, like a cactus. Flops <laughs> <laughs> around as a little like. It was like written as a kid. She's like, and then there should be a little ball. It could be like like a cheese curd bread. It turns into a giant cactus. And then turns back into a cheese curd bread. <laughs> Fucking Japan. <laughs> and it's where all the weird no. stuff is, so yeah, Japan. Hey, speaking, yeah. speaking of Japan, uh, Resident Evil 2 Remake is being worked on by a team of 800 people. And uh, so during a Capcom NHK broadcast, which was in Japan, <laughs> they revealed uh, that a team of 800 programmers, artists, and staff formed the RE2 remake team. That's 200 more than the roughly 600-person staff that worked on RE6. And we all remember the scope of that game, so like, that's really promising to know that we have 200 more people working on a game that's so much smaller. That reassures me that we're going to get something like really, really high quality, so that's really good news. Indeed, quality assurance. Yep, exactly. Yeah, now they want to start making like the other games too. I'm totally okay if they great. do Resi Three. That'd be I'm amazing. Yeah. I mean, get to see Nemesis in HD. Yeah, uh, yes. So Sean's cool. gonna be like, "Are you gonna fucking play it now, Jazz?" I'm gonna be like, "No." You will. <laughs> she wearing up. fucking <laughs> pants, Sean? No. <laughs> you can unlock pants. It's fine. I will play through <laughs> that game first. I will unlock the pants, and then you can play it. Calm down. <laughs> Oh my god, for pants. In fact, you know what? There's a Regina outfit from Dino Crisis. I'll unlock yeah. that and then you'll be right at home because you're playing Dino oh, Crisis. Yeah, anyway. You'll be right there, Dino Crisis. But that's yeah. spandex. Jill's been in spandex. Why can't she just fucking wear jeans like everybody else? Oh my god. I know. There's no that's the one you. thing that always bugged me. <laughs> that was the one thing that bugged me about Resident Evil 3 is like, is Jill actually stupid? Because, yes. Like, <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah. Why did she decide that that was a good idea to dress like that that day? I mean, well, I don't it, think it was, she. Uh, I don't think she it's was not the bug. for the outbreak. You know, it was just it was fashion and whatnot, and just things just went down. All okay, of but like she spent like what like a week in a fucking mansion with zombies and all. The first thing I would do if that happened is I'd go home, fucking like dress like Sarah Connor. I'd be like, yo, there's <laughs> yeah. a fucking Armageddon coming. I gotta get ready. She's like, no, I, I work on the street too, you know? Like, I, oh, is that, I got a sweater, but it's really cold and I don't really want to put it on, so I'm just gonna it's lose optional. it halfway through. That's what it is. Optional. Because you gotta have belts. It's protecting her <laughs> butt. It's, it's fine. She's like, it's like the apocalypse. I'm gonna have to freaking turn tricks to get water someday. I better prepare for it. If I had, if I had written that fucking game, I swear to God, just why aren't you wearing pants? And Jill would have just been like, I got shorts underneath and like lift the skirt. And she's like, ha. Ah. <laughs> you just, you don't know. Maybe she was going out on a date when everything went down. Maybe, yeah. she, was With going, maybe she was going With to see her who? pimp. You don't it's know. It's important. <laughs> maybe it was Valentine's Day. <laughs> Jazz. Okay. My biggest issue with that outfit is not because I am all for, I think women should dress as slutty as they want. Okay. But not in the zombie apocalypse. Yes, hey. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, out of all the slutty outfits, like even even like lollipop chainsaws, like cheerleader outfit makes more sense because you could be like jump around physically in that. Those clothes. I think that's going wear, a little far, but go on. <laughs> actually, I'm just saying, like, what? Well, it's a cheerleader. You're supposed to like jump around in it. I mean, what the hell? Those girls like flying, like, spin around. <laughs> anyway, my point is, is like that outfit is like really restraining. It's like the worst thing. Oh, okay. That's why she has the sweater, dog. Okay, but like, like check it. It's like for this, she's like, she's literally. She knows what's going on. She knows it's yeah. probably going to get worse, and she's hiding from Umbrella. So you like, it's like, like, like not even. Maybe oh, she is hit that her head. Her... <laughs> <laughs> They'll never guess I'm dressed as a whore. No, but like that is. I thought it was Halloween, but like, <laughs> she's not like she's. Her skin is completely exposed, which she would already know. Like she should hide her so that she doesn't get bit or whatever. Um, it's cold, so she'll catch a cold, and you can't have a cold during a fucking zombie apocalypse. <laughs> she's got no, like, no armor at all. So, wh why, like, and that's how she's preparing, knowing everything that's happened, and having all this fucking, like, she's seen all this shit. But when she's going to check out, like, a fucking forest, she's got these shoulder pads that make absolutely no fucking sense. <laughs> just to go find another helicopter, like, doesn't even know what's going on yet, and she's wearing, like, pillows on her arms. I like how we just kind of segue into uh, criticizing Jill's. <laughs> I love Jill, sense. but like, goddamn, that's why I don't like that game. I like the character too much to see her run around in fucking tank, like tube top. She doesn't even have shoulders on her goddamn shirt. Tube top. Tube top. Like, tube I'm wearing top. this because it's Friday the Halloween. You see Chris wearing the same thing. Like, well, fuck, one of us has to change. <laughs> <laughs> tube tops are literally like the worst fashion outfit. Like, choice ever. Like, there's nothing. I like, wear t-shirts like a human like being. Like going to a photo shoot because you're a model. Like you shouldn't wear a tube top. Yeah. There's nothing flattering ever. Guaranteed, she had fucking heels on her too. <laughs> we can rage about that off screen later. <laughs> uh, this this is great. It's 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 like Maple said. We uh, we're not focusing on the the Resident Evil Two being developed by. <laughs> 800 people were focusing on Jill's Jill. fashion choices. Wait, wait, wait. That's another thing. Yeah. Claire, who's a fucking 19-year-old college student, is going to visit her brother with a knife attached to her shoulder. Even she's more prepared than fucking Jill. <laughs> <laughs> on the same night. It was a keepsake from Chris. Shut like, up. I'm just going for a ride, but I got my knife, and I probably have a gun somewhere in here. I don't know. God. Oh, I'm getting a oh. headache. <laughs> okay, so we know what pisses you guys off now. <laughs> No, that and the stairs. That's all you need. This Just is, this is Jazz's stairs. version of digital games. <laughs> yes. as, long, as soon as somebody said RE3, my blade, like my fucking anger switch just flipped. Okay, so avoid Put talking about RE3. Yeah, yeah. Apparently Jill is into fashion, though, because like fucking Resident Evil 3, like the final version, like the GameCube and Dreamcast version or whatever, It ha she has like fucking nine outfits to pick from. Yeah, but have like, you seen those nine outfits? I don't think she's into old. fashion. Yeah, she I has know, like a right? '70s disco fucking slash business oh, suit. Like, what the fuck is that? Like the worst fashion ever. And is there like okay in your everyday like well day, do you like tend to wear the same color everywhere you go? Of course. Like, different days, but same color. Doesn't everybody do that? I don't. I guess well, we all do it. We all do that once in a while. 
Because, like, want- every every single character in fucking Capcom games has, like, the one color. Like, Jill's always blue, and it's like, it's like Wesker's handing out assignments, and he's like, just remember, guys, show up in your fucking colors, otherwise you can't come. <laughs> well, Barry's like, but I got a new shirt. No, no, you gotta wear a fucking red vest tomorrow. I swear, Chris has green, you have red. That's how he tells people apart. Security footage. What security footage? Uh, nothing. <laughs> it's the only way that they can do it, because when they decide to ruin a character like Claire, she's gotta wear red so that you know it's her that they fucked up. Well, there you go, yeah. It's perfect. Because if she wasn't we- wearing red in fucking Revelations 2, I wouldn't fucking know who that was. Other than <laughs> them calling her Claire. Even then, that'd be suspicious. Like, who the fuck is that? There's, <laughs> there's another, another Claire. Claire. That must be dark Claire. <laughs> Her evil like, twin. They just like, or not so they like switch. They switch vests just to piss off Wesker. <laughs> He's got sunglasses, so he can't see. What happened to Ali's party? Fuck! Oh no, we're not. No. Oh god. Okay. Let's, let's okay. move on. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> so uh, the, the robots will soon be taking over the Earth. Let's get into that. <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh, better put on a fucking mini skirt. Let's uh, let's lighten the mood. <laughs> Uh, so this this isn't really video game related, really, but I just wanted to bring this up because the end is near. Um, Lovely. On the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, one of his guests was Sophia, a super intelligent robot that can hold conversations and think and react to humans. This thing moves like realistically and independently, and can like on the show they they had it sing a live duet with Jimmy on the show. Like it could respond that quickly. It's probably like, an actress in a costume. It it could be, but this this robot's been all over and like talk shows and did some shit with Will Smith and she's like all over. She's becoming a fucking celebrity <laughs> and she's a robot. Did shit with Will Smith. Uh, you know that shit's real. Oh, he man. was an iRobot. He's <laughs> exactly full. Knows. It's coming full circle. It's happening. Oh god. But I mean, this is fucking horrifying. <laughs> It is, you know? Terminator. It's going to happen. It, it's saying. really going to happen. Like, you should look up that video because just the way that that thing, like, moves and, and it's just, it's really fucking creepy. It's going to be like, hey, Sean, everything is digital now. Even <laughs> Including people. Including me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. we have all these uh, movies and shows, like, they told us that this is what's going to happen. We predicted this. And we ignored <laughs> it. <laughs> and we're ignoring it for some reason. I don't know why, but it's there. You know what, though? Um, my thing is, though, is I've actually lots, like, watched lots of videos on her, and just based on what I've seen, I think the interviews were scripted, like, because she is witty, but she's kind of not, like, she wouldn't know to say that. Like, I think, I think the, like, the interview where she's being extra creepy was, was just scripted. But you don't know that. It's just like Alexa on top of like a remote control car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's in the back playing with the remote. Like, <laughs> and they're buying even, it. <laughs> even Alexa, I, I can't remember what they were, but somebody asked Alexa a couple of like really disturbing things and like it responded with like really fucked up stuff. It's it's not good. We're all going to die. <laughs> yeah, but you can also a lot of times those those programs like are taught that in the first place. Mm-hmm. So like they're programmed to say something fucked up sure. because they if they say this and they can program it to say something fucked up. So like, that uh, makes sense. You have to be stupid. Well, you're gonna get something stupid in return. True, true. But supposedly <laughs> they are putting learning like there are yeah. learning computers in these things. So technically, yeah. they could even be learning more than we even know that they are. They do because they actually did a um. So Facebook was funding a study with some AI learning programs. 
And they had to shut it down because the AI started talking to each other mm-hmm, in their yeah. language. That the oh, yeah, in their own language, essentially. Yeah. And it was super, super, like, goofbally. Like, they were like, butts to you. Like, ass, ass butts, butts. <laughs> 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 I want to be these robots' friend. <laughs> That's like that's like me and Shayla. Maybe we're robots. Yeah. It's like haha, fart sound, butts, butts, poop. <laughs> and they're like, dear God, they're multiplying. But soon it's gonna turn heart. into death, death, murder, murder. Humans are evil. Yeah. <laughs> death, butts, stab, butts, stab, hearts. Butts, you, butts, butts. But yeah, if you haven't seen that video or any videos on her, uh, definitely check it out and fuel your nightmares today. Yeah. It'll be great. For a limited time only. Yeah, free of charge. And then uh, another dangerous uh, uh, topic that uh, we'll 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 try to blow through real quick, <laughs> but um, digital sales begin to eclipse physical. Why are you doing this? It's the news. I have Why no control. No. No. <laughs> so I don't want to turn this into a whole thing. I mean, like after last week's podcast, I mean, we're, <laughs> we we've talked about it enough. But I did want to talk about this shortly, just because it's, it's definitely newsworthy. But according to Statista, which is a website that works with companies for marketing research, they show in 2009 digital sales were only 20% versus 80% physical. And then in 2017, digital skyrocketed to 79% with only 21% being physical. So, and that doesn't have stats for 2018 yet, which I'm assuming will be even higher than that. So, most likely. Yeah. So, I mean, we're probably going to be in like the 85 percentile or more at the end of. That's fucking crazy. Well, time to buy some physical disc, guys. Yep, it's time to go back to PS1 and PS2. Let's do it. (laughs) That's it. Time to regress on Bud. (laughs) All right, one more news item. So, Devil May Cry anime coming from uh, Castlevania producer, the uh, the animated Castlevania producer for the Netflix. Excuse me. Did you say Devil May Cry? Yeah. By the by, the producer of the Castlevania anime. That is going to be hella awesome. That's going to be fucking great. That's that's good news. If not, I will be shocked. Like, how can they fuck this up? If they fuck this up, that's like fate. It's like, no, it's never going to happen again. Yeah, because the first anime was fucking awful. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So bad. It was, you know, it was more like it was just painfully average. Yeah, Yeah, it it was average. But for for something like Devil May Cry, average is death. (laughs) True, true, you're right. But I'm just saying, like, I think that anime was made more for, like, anime fans than the the gamer. Yeah, because it just seemed like it was just more of, like, a very, very generic, like, acceptable serviceable anime that might make a couple girls go like go like Ooh, maybe i'll try devil may cry then <laughs> so and then realize like oh what have i got myself into what's fucking kicking my ass <laughs> do we have an estimated time of uh release for the new devil may cry or is it just, just an announcement it's pretty much just an announcement so they they just said that the new project has been announced that it's in production currently they didn't have any timelines or, or release dates or anything um but he did phrase it as the bootleg universe like castlevania mm-hmm. as well as devil may cry so like there might be like an implied crossover potentially there i don't know how that would work with licensing it's, the two with yeah. Konami and capcom but if they could pull that off, that would be pretty damn interesting. I'm, I'm totally down. I would love to oh see something like God. this. Oh my God! Then it would just make that stupid meme like where people just add the sticker 
from Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne where it says like featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. Like, have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. No, I have not. <sighs> yeah, like, well, you know what game I'm talking about. Yes. And it had that cheesy little sticker that said like featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. <laughs> so, like, people are, like. Oh wait, wait, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking. Yeah, I knew that. Slap that on things. <laughs> I don't know, I just find it amusing. All right, but so, like, you can actually literally use that. Like, They love kind of just like slapping Dante on stuff and being like, Look, feature and Dante! Because mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what, what was funny with uh, Shin Megami Tensei is they used Dante. Devil May Cry 2 Dante. Oh, I know. <laughs> why? Because, you know why I think they did it, though? I, I honestly think the only reason they did it was because... Well, that was the new game, I believe. That, and in the end of 2, he goes to hell. So, like, and Shin Megami Nocturne... You know what? Is... I never made that fucking connection. That's funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're demons, so, yeah. Makes was... sense. Yeah. That's why I figured they put that one in Still there. not a good enough reason. <laughs> Stay the hell away <laughs> from Devil May Cry 2. Do not do it. <laughs> Shit, if there was ever a game that needed a remake, it's that. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, people are like, the, I like that red-haired girl, but she's like, sorry, your game sucked. We'll never hear from you again. Shame. It's kind of funny, though, because, like, you think about remakes. Like, they only mm-hmm. do games that were hugely popular, where, yeah. like, the the better use of a remake would be to go back and fix your fuck ups, like yeah. franchises <laughs> that are that are really good, and you have like yeah. a miss. Go back and fix that shit. Go fix the yeah. May Cry two. Right? Go fix uh, Onimusha four. <laughs> like, fix yeah. the games that need the help. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I, I could even say like Resident Evil Zero. I like Resident Evil Zero, but it, it like in the grand scheme, it kind of missed the mark more than some of the other yeah. titles so like that would have been another one they could have gone back to and kind of redefined a little bit yeah i see some more or less remake to give a second chance a proper second exactly. chance makes gotcha. a lot more sense to me but i guess when you're looking at them dollars them dollars man the yeah, money it speaks all that matters or you could just fucking ruin final fantasy 7 for me oh. not gonna go there <laughs> not gonna go there yeah, that's a long conversation. That's like an episode all by itself. <laughs> right there in its own. Yep. Yep. God damn it. So Jazz, are you dead? Yes. Oh. I'm a little confused. You said yes, but you're alive. Rest in peace. Or am I? Damn. Rip, Rip. in peace. Did you say damn? Wow. No, you heard nothing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who let the monkey in? I thought I closed the window. Meow. Who? It was me. Oh, I thought you said Neil. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> Neil's like, I'm sorry. I've been trying to be quiet. I didn't know when it was a good time to leave. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Neil. <laughs> so next on the list of the news. So that's pretty much it for the news uh, as far as just general news goes. There's a couple of things for survival horror, uh, kind of slim pickings, but uh, we'll, we'll go into that real quick. Agony Unrated has been confirmed, and I, I don't really know why. <laughs> uh, 
Agony Unrated is an uncensored and improved version of the original title. Agony Unrated's official announcement comes after the expiration of legal binding contracts that prevented the developer from previously releasing adult-rated cut content. Oh. So uh, now that those contracts are no longer in the way, uh, Madmind Studios claims that they can have, quote, the freedom to create the world we've come up with. This new and improved version won't just have more sexual and violent content, yay. <laughs> the developer has also acknowledged the quote, numerous technical errors and the frustrating game design that plays uh, agony. Uh, additional modes, content additions, gameplay changes, and even graphical improvements will be included. And I read that uh, one of the additional scenes has a mother shit into her hand and feed it to her baby. So uh, that's nice. <laughs> Can't wait for that game. <laughs> oh, man. Like, Ew. So I was fed as a kid. Why, why, is this, <laughs> why is this even a thing? So like, I don't know. As some of you may know, I've been doing a Let's Play of this game, and it's incredibly broken and, and wait, quite, what game? quite terrible agony. Oh, yeah. It's such a mess that some of the areas were so broken that they were patched out of the game entirely. That is impressive. fucked up. That is impressive. <laughs> like, what the hell? So, That's one way of fixing it. <laughs> I guess. And that game was so good that they need to re-release it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Good job. Oh, jeez. Can't wait for the news to pick up on this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, speaking of Madmind Studios, the makers of Agony have announced a new first-person horror game titled Paranoid. <laughs> Paranoid. The game follows Patrick Coleman, a man who lost his entire family under mysterious circumstances. His parents died violently and his sister suddenly went missing. Trauma associated with the loss of his loved ones destroyed Patrick's psyche and his apartment has become his prison. One day Patrick gets a phone call that appears to be his sister 13 years after her disappearance. Patrick will have to leave his seclusion exposing himself to horrible experiences to discover the truth about everything. Whoa. <laughs> that doesn't sound that bad, actually. No, it, it actually, if it didn't have Mad Mind Studios attached yeah. to it, I'd probably be interested. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like it's kind of just reminding me a bit of Silent Hill vibe going on there. I'm like, ooh, this sounds like a something good. Yeah, I mean, and it could be. You know, just because they made a shitty game before it doesn't mean everything they make is going to be shitty. So it might be something to keep an eye on. And uh, apparently, this game has uh, been in development for for quite a while, so it's probably not too far off. And it's going to have uh, a dynamic and brutal combat system and utilize drug abusing mechanics. Drug abusing mechanics. I don't know if to say that's so, a good thing or a bad thing, but it might be new. It's different, so at least innovative? they're trying. Yeah, yeah, there you go, innovative. <laughs> at least they're trying <laughs> <guess>. something different. <laughs> Though I guess you could argue that they were trying something different with Agony, and that didn't go too well. Yeah, that didn't really pan out well. But this one's like more of a modern like cityscape environment, and like mm. you said, the story sounds interesting. And I mean, the combat could be cool. I mean, who knows? At least it's different. Might be worth Case. experiencing. I guess at this point we might as well keep our expectation you know, at a very low level and not expect anything amazing. Exactly. And if you do that, it, it might be alright. Yeah, you know, just, I won't be surprised, but hey, who knows? Yeah, and hopefully they put it on a disc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm hoping, please, physical uh -huh. release, that'd be great, thanks. Well, I guess if they don't, it'll make my buying decision very easy. Oh, <laughs> very easy, well, he's not going to buy it. <laughs> exactly, then I don't have to think about it at all. Uh, next thing is uh, Killing Floor 2 is getting a holiday update. 
the new update title is uh, Twisted Christmas Seasons Beatings. Very clever. And uh, it's going to offer a new playable character. Wait for it. Badass Santa. Who is Badass voiced, Santa. Who is voiced by Gary Busey. <laughs> Other than that, it also offers a new map, new weapons, a new voice for the trader. Uh, the entire experience will be offered for free, with the exception of Badass Santa. You'll have to pay money dollars for him. You gotta money pay for the, you gotta pay for that triple uh, A Hollywood talent. It hey man, that ain't free. <laughs> said that ain't free, man. <laughs> gotta buy his Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, that, that Gary Busey. He needs that money. Who's Gary Busey? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Did Shayla die? No. Okay. I can't. I can't tell. Damn. Jazz and Shayla, they keep dying and coming back and dying. I never died. You died. <laughs> I heard you. I just stayed quiet. You know. Of, you know what happens he, when you die? You're quiet. Nope. Oh, I just. That's what I heard. I'm gonna be a loud ass ghost. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all the news that I had. Jazz, did you have anything? I found something today. Uh, I don't know if it, but I found out that the, um. <laughs> well, first of all, I didn't. I think we mentioned this in a podcast where they're talking about rebooting the um, like the Resident Evil movies because yep. I guess they were so horrible that they want to do them again. That that's true. <laughs> um, but the first script is inspired by the seventh game. Uh, I hope. Now that's not I true. haven't I haven't read like into it too much, but <laughs> I did read a really beautiful line that said, uh, "Like the screenwriter Greg Russ Russo Russo." revealed his draft for the Resident Evil movie reboot inspired by Resident Evil 7. And it said, the success of, this is a quote, the success of the early Resident Evil games all but guaranteed a movie adaptation would happen, and George Romero was originally uh, hired to direct it. While his script was a direct adaptation of the first game, it was rejected Wait, by producers. <laughs> now, I know Maple and me and partially Shayla have heard or read this script. <laughs> Oh yeah. We read it at a fucking convention. Glorious. <laughs> it is not a direct adaptation no, of the it's, game. It's not. It I, is an appalling <laughs> fan fiction. Catastrophe. <laughs> it's horrible, but it's so good. I never understood that. When when I heard that initially, Resident Evil and George Romero, I was like, whoa. This well is he did the trailer for Resident Evil. Amazing. Yeah, and it was awesome. It was. It was really cool, except Leon looked stupid but so i was like i just can't wait for everyone yeah. to rain money down on this amazing thing <laughs> the worst thing he would have been able to make the movie like glorious he would have made a really good like exactly like the game awesome scary like night of the living dead style game movie but <laughs> instead it went to the fucking paul ws anderson who we yeah. all know where that went <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the hell. Um, we'll make the first one and it'll be okay. And then we'll do two. We'll make that worse. And then the third I, one worse than that. The fourth one even worse. And we'll just see how bad we can make them as we go until they cut us off. We really need to get our entire gang together and just film Romero's script. Do like an homage to him. That would <laughs> like, be amazing. Yeah, like, in his something. name, we shall script. <laughs> I want to be the Eagles. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> or Chris's horse. <sighs> have you read this sean have you read it i haven't read the whole thing but i've read like maybe a quarter of it okay so you know that they made chris like native american <laughs> yeah. and he has like <laughs> he like speaks to eagles and fish all like <laughs> super like dramatic and then yeah, he has a horse that turns into a zombie <laughs> i want to snuggle get your ass and tag me 
what was that line with Jill? First of all, they're like in Jill's apartment, and he goes fishing in the morning, and he comes back, and she's still sleeping. And he's like, oh, you're still here? And she's like, it's my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) He's like, something's not right. And she's like, is it my cooking? I learned. I never had a mother. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's really bad. I can't wait till the next convention. We have to do it again. That shit was awesome. I get to read. I get that. I got to read Barry's parts, and I tried to do the voice like as best as I could. But Barry in the script oh. is actually black. <laughs> black <Barry. laughs> so like, so you're like, well, does he sound like Barry, or does he sound like Chef from South Park, or is he like Morgan Freeman? Like, what does he sound like? <laughs> I don't understand. It was beautiful. I love it. That's so a, anybody who that's hasn't read it, go Google it. George A. Romero, Resident Evil. Read it. Love it. And comment on how much you loved it. (laughs) And read it. R.I.P. George Romero. Yeah, do it in his memory. Keep your hate to a minimum because respect. But the hate is like... (laughs) The hate has to be like, because it's so bad, it's good. Or because it's... Well, it's not really good, but it's it's good because it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you have any other news thingies? I'm actually surprised that, uh, granted, I think it's we were more or less beating a dead horse, but... <laughs> Lucky, no! <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Fallout 76 and its dumpster fire of a game. Oh. <laughs> if they had yeah. just released Fallout 4 multiplayer mode, it would have been a lot easier. You know what? I feel like everybody saw this coming. Yeah, I did. I knew it was going to be a garbage release from the very get-go, and I just figured I'm just going to sit back, eat my popcorn, and watch this thing burn. Hey, and... was it was it a Fallout? Oh, it was. It was a Fallout, all right? <laughs> now they're going to experience the Fallout. <laughs> but no, like, basically they took everything that everybody liked about Fallout and took it out. And essentially, I just <laughs> muted it. <laughs> you were going to say, like, just threw it in a game and, like, half-assed. No, literally, just took it out. <laughs> yep. There's... I really like that you too bad. You can't. You can't. There's just <laughs> nothing good. There's nothing really redeeming in for that game, unfortunately. And, you know, People yeah. really like the story and, like, interacting with these NPCs and doing missions for them. Uh, let's take all that out. Yeah, yeah. no, no. <laughs> what? So... Speaking like on the subject of Fallout, I read a rumor. It's a rumor, so it's probably not true. That um, the December free games are going to include Fallout Four. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know though. It was a rumor, but I mean, it's, I have it. It's, it sucks. it's old enough. It's <laughs> yeah. At this point, after what they've done, uh, they're they're feeling pain, so they're probably going to do this for it's sure. It's their way of apologizing. Like, yeah, here's a good one, guys. <laughs> here's a good game, less buggy. Yeah. Now it, all of your friends can get this one and not play with you. <laughs> We tried to make it multiplayer. It didn't work out. Sorry. Yeah. That's like, funny wow. because like Fallout seventy six, I, I heard is getting like sixes from critics and even lower than that for um, oh yeah for uh, players whatever like what's the word I'm looking for consumer reviews I guess consumer yeah Metacritic right now it's staying at I think a three by consumers oh. and a fifty by oh, gamer it's critics even lower than I heard wow. damn yeah. Like, this thing was review bomb really hard. Like, there's just no saving it. It's done. Damn. So there's you, no so recovery. You had that. that was supposed to be a huge release. And then you have Red Dead Redemption 2, which is being reviewed well, 
But if you oh, know, yeah. what's really weird about that is like reviews are like really high, but ninety percent of people that talk about that game don't really like it. How? Which is weird. I I don't know. I mean, like, well, I think I know because like you can appreciate what it is and what it does. Because yeah. it does it so well, it looks amazing. It's a fucking cowboy simulator, and it does that really well. Very well. But guess what? Being a cowboy, not so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so it does it, it does it so well to a fault, where people are just like, oh, it's slow, and like all all these things are boring, and blah blah blah. But it does that whole cowboy simulator thing real well. Looks real pretty. You can fucking watch your horse's balls shrink when it gets cold. <laughs> <laughs> like all these super tiny little details so like you can appreciate it for being like a really monumental achievement and being a really good piece of art basically oh, but for when sure. you're playing it it's just not enjoyable so it's kind of a weird situation <laughs> mm. well uh, it, it broke its record it's got its money so yeah Rockstar's yeah. happy I guess that's all that matters everybody that reviews it says it's good so I guess they can't complain we can't complain. It's like, hey, we can, we got our money. We good. That's it. We're not gonna do anything for another what, five years? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it's just sad that two of the big holiday releases aren't good games. <laughs> I mean, granted, I know some people really enjoy Red Dead Redemption because I've been seeing a bit of Reddit posts of boyfriends playing this game day in day out and just yeah. But is he having fun? Else. No, I don't know. No, That's the... not. <laughs> I don't know. So what? What makes a person say I want to play this game for X amount of hours, but not enjoy myself? Exactly right. This game's a nine point five out of ten. I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking weird. So that's the thing. I'm a little confused. Like, okay, Red Dead Redemption is a game that people can play on hours. But it's bad. But Pilot is just a horrible game. No one wants to play it. Yeah. Also, oh, how long have you been playing Red Dead Redemption 2? Oh, 120 hours. Oh, you must Damn. really like it. No, I fuck it. It's the worst game I've ever played. I need to go play some more. How much time have you spent daily on uh, on Street Fighter? Shut up, you. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> But that's well, yeah, that's no. different. I I need I, I have a problem. Okay, <laughs> I need <laughs> my fucking trophies. Like when I when I buy a game, like I I need to complete it. And now that there's trophies and fucking DLC, that factors into completing it. So like in my brain, I have to get all that shit done. Otherwise, I didn't beat it, and it bothers me. I'm we'll sorry. just send you a box of trophies that are all like they say get fucked on it. They say get fucked trophies. You got all of them. Congratulations. Jeez. It's hard to only... me sometimes. You, you're, you're fine. As long as it's not hurting you. I mean, I guess it is kind of hurting you mentally, but. Hurts his remotes. Okay. Yeah. That is true. Probably. It hurts my brain. It hurts my heart. I have one remote, and I'm gonna hide it if ever Sean visits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just no. It's fine. Just don't let me play Street Fighter while I'm over there. We'll be good. Oh, that won't be a problem. I don't have it. <laughs> See, there you go. Yay. Problem solved. Anybody got any other news bits? News. Let's see. Let's see. Jazz. Jazz had one, uh, and Maple had one. It's your turn, Shayla. What? What you got? No pressure. I'm sad about it. Lee. You what? I'm sad about Stan Lee. Yeah. <laughs> eh, I mean, it's still relevant. It's still new. Yeah, it's true. Such a bummer. Did you hear about uh, uh, what's his name, Bill Bill Maher? Yeah, I think it's Bill yeah, Maher, that, right? Yeah, that asshole who yeah. started making a 
the stupid remarks and comments mm-hmm. about the fans. He, he, yeah, and he talked all kinds of shit about uh, Stan Lee and the fans and just comic books as a whole and like calling people that, that consume that uh, that medium basically man children and that they have no lives and shit. It's like, wow, you're a fucking piece yeah. of shit. That's messed up. Yeah. I ever i mean like there's all kinds of videos of him like talking about his opinions on stuff and he was actually pretty like always really like been and or wait are you talking you're talking is he saying he was saying stan lee was all those things because well, like stan lee he, and just people that read comics yeah just in general uh, yeah as a whole <laughs> acting like because there's like toxic fans now that's somehow stan lee or is he just straight up saying Stanley is like that's messed up? Because I'm he was really saying two things. He's saying basically he doesn't understand why people have such a appreciation for a man that that basically made comics for for children. Mm-hmm. Like he's he was belittling Stanley. That's messed up. And he was criticizing the fan base for wow. for reading comics. Basically calling them losers and and that the, that the that the whole medium was just garbage and it doesn't uh, basically like it's a blight on society basically like it's it's ruining adults. Oh my god! It is pretty much the gist of it, and it, it's just really <laughs> fucked up and, and very narrow-minded. You could literally say that about everything. Like I could like ch- like take any particular group or fandom or ideal or anything and like cherry pick the worst parts of it and make it sound like it's all garbage it's dumb for sure that's true yeah, yeah. i mean everyone has their the worst level of community or uh, fanatics they exist it's everywhere guaranteed bill bill uh, mayor fucking watches movies guess what oh, no sure. difference <laughs> so i agree he's being very hypocritical in the matter of making these kind of comments and there's no place for that kind of stuff especially in, in this position which is very belittling and sad and frankly he's just a complete and total fucking idiot to think that he can get away with saying some shit like that on the fucking internet in 2018 <laughs> nice uh, definitely black clash is gonna happen <laughs> yeah i mean that's just a fucking stupid i mean he probably just didn't give a shit i guess but like why why rile up a bunch of people especially when when the dude when stanley just passed away you know let people yeah. mourn him and and support his family and and just you know appreciate yeah. him for what he did he enriched people's lives like even yeah. if you weren't touched by comics or stanley you know, have the fucking decency to appreciate that that did touch people in in different ways. Like, you don't know other people's lives and what they were going mm-hmm. through. Like, yeah. they could have been, like, at their wits' end and fed up with life. And then, hey, they fucking found this thing, whatever it is, a comic, a movie, a person, whatever. They found this thing, and they latched onto it, and they could relate to it, and it fucking turned things around for them. Fucking appreciate that. <laughs> Be a human being. Don't be an asshole. Seems like being a human being is very hard nowadays. Uh, Apparently it is. Well, usually, I mean, it's it's funny because usually if someone is, if if you do hear someone generalizing like hardcore, it's usually because they are unformed in the subject that they're talking about. Like that's the number one sign that someone doesn't know what they're talking about is that they're like using very generalized like statements Mm -hmm. about like, large on a large scale i never understood that. i mean especially in this position he should do at least some amount of research especially for such a large group such as marvel and stan lee 
there's no real reason to say, I don't know any of this, buddy. Mm-hmm. How old are you? You've yeah. seen this. This has been around you for as uh, so long as you've been born, if not longer. Yeah, like, it's, seriously, like, somebody in his seat that people know about, and he can reach so many people on the internet, you know, you'd think you'd have the decency to, to like you said, do a little research, you know? Comic books address drug addiction and social issues and, you know, all these things, depression, tons of things that are highly relatable, and that's why they became a big deal, and that's why Stan Lee has the following that he has. Like, he's always a high, like, super positive, high energy, like, you never see that guy upset, and he's always going to conventions and meeting people. Well, you know, <laughs> meeting people and just like he was he was a man of the people, you know? Like he's an older guy, like he should be taking it easy, but he's still, you know, in his nineties going to conventions and meeting people and and uh you know, doing PR and stuff for, for like the Marvel movies and stuff like that and just do making comic books and Marvel really shine and taking it to the next level and, and kind of kind of bringing like a like a humanity to it and he did that more so with the comics with the way that he told stories and stuff like that so like there there's a meaning in the comics that people can relate to but that fucking asshole just looked at it as oh comics pictures there's hardly any reading it's not a book it's just pictures and they made those for kids it's like fuck off like do some research maybe when comic books were brand new sure they were for kids but even then they were still tackling some of those issues so fuck off <laughs> and i agree i totally agree oh well oh yeah uh, they're awesome well wherever the guy is i'm sure he's received a backlash and it's well deserved and uh yeah hopefully i don't hear from the guy again making comments like these because clearly he has no place in that kind of medium to discuss such matter well and it was super opportunistic of him to even talk like that upon that guy upon his passing like, yeah, like, like yeah. That, that's inappropriate really all by itself. Yeah, very <laughs> much. Super pressing thing to be talking about and discussing, like like comics are some ep- epidemic. Why don't you like maybe mention it before instead of mm-hmm. when like yeah. headlines because he passed, you know? Yeah, if it mattered to you that much, why didn't you say something before? Yeah. yeah. And also, why do you know nothing about it? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's another thing indeed, yes. Anything else? I don't think so. I think that's all we got. Jeez, seems like this week has been kind of happy, a little more depressing still. Yeah, there, there's... We're working towards it. It's progress. Progress, <laughs> we're, we're, we're making we, it there, uh, you know? We went in the right direction from last week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, what? What? <laughs> is what you said. Oh, man. Oh, you speak Shayla. <laughs> yeah, it took me a couple years to learn, but... <laughs> It's a complex language. I said I'm only happy when it rains. Yeah, that's what I said too. Yeah. Good. 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 Well, I know. I, I was just I was letting. I was saying it in English for the other two. Oh wow. Oh yeah. oh. Don't assume my language. Oh man. <laughs> you people. <laughs> wow. You people. Wow. 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 All right, that's going to do it for today's show. Jazz, <laughs> did you have anything coming up? I got a couple machinimas up my yeah. Great short maple? sleeves. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna quit the word. And bye. <laughs> bye. No, no. Uh, what? What do you? Can you go into details on your upcoming stuff, or is it still top secret? Uh it's not top secret. I mean, I'm I'm working it's on. It's secret. It's not top secret. I'm working on a video. I don't know if you'd call it machinima, but it's sort of like that. And uh, the script is getting there. And then I have a new idea that just came up. Just anything to distract me from...
episode three because now that I can pronounce the name right, I feel like I don't need to. Anymore. <laughs> it's all good now. It's all good now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. How about you, Maple? Anything exciting going on? Um, as of right now, nothing really particular happening. I just working and yeah. Besides that, playing some more uh, retro games. That's really about it. I don't have anything that's really newsworthy or or to mention. Well, playing retro games is that's awesome. I'm jealous. Yes. I, I want to do that as soon as I can as well. But yeah, definitely keep us up to date as to like what what you've been playing and kind of where that's going and stuff. I definitely want to hear more about it. No problem. Cool. Uh, how about you, Shayla? What do you have coming up? I'm working on a machinima for Monster Hunter, and that's pretty much my main um, goal right now. It's just to try to get uh, the first episode done as quickly as possible. Good. You have until January. <laughs> <laughs> just a deadline. I think I can do that. Yay. Nice. So uh, do, you, do you have any idea of, like, uh, like is it going to be a 10-minute show? Like, is it going to be a show? Is it going to be a one-off? Like, what? Um, I'm expecting probably about 15 minutes. Um, Just based on, like, I've been kind of watching a lot of, like, timing my battles and then kind of, like, watching other battles. And then I'm going to be using a lot um a lot of music like from the game and because i've noticed that the soundtrack sort of has like an ebb and flow to it i'm sort of kind of writing how this is going to go based around how the music so it's like i know That's you know interesting. like the five minute mark i want this to happen and so i'm kind of have i kind of have an idea of about 15 minute episodes because i have like sort of a structure to it and everything so are you trying to like one up jazz like she's just like recording and then writing Excuse you. and then you're just you're fucking writing based on the music <laughs> what no 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 um i'm writing the script entirely first so the dialogue gets written and then once i've kind of written the dialogue i need to figure out how the battle's going to go because there's like i'm going to be puppeteering or not like directing like three other people while I'm playing as well and trying to make it cinematic at the same time. Oh, well, I wouldn't know anything about that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> we, won't, we won't have our life bar or HUDs visible and like everybody's going to have to be recording. So I kind of have to figure out like how, um, and the monsters I can't control. So, and they're, the big aspect of it so i kind of have to figure out like watch like how the game works and like how things are going to go along with that because there's going to be some aspects of it that i just won't be able to fully control and i'm hoping that that makes for maybe some cool stuff too yeah for sure you'll probably have to kind of write to accommodate whatever you record as far as the movement of the monsters that'll definitely yeah. be a challenge yeah and how you're you're probably gonna have to chop up those battles though, right? Because those fights are yeah. fucking long as hell. Yeah. Um. You know, that I'm kind of leaving up. Like I'm doing a little bit of like creative writing to where like things go a little bit differently in the story because the main premise is that hunters within Monster Hunter within this Machinima's world have been hunting too excessively, too much for sport, and it's pissing off like the higher level monsters. And, um, is this going to be a serious machinima? No. No. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Because you're like There's laying a... out some fucking real shit. <laughs> well, it's more like just the premise and motivation of the characters. Sure. It's just. No, that's good. That's that's really good. It's, not... it's good to know that you're putting that much into it. That's awesome. 
Yeah, they're the basically that the monsters are just um they have to find a different way. They have to like find a way to communicate with the monsters or chase them away or get them to go somewhere else because like needlessly killing them for sport and turn in where using them as weapons and armor to kill more is just making more problems. So they have to find a way to kind of do something else and that's sort of what this our the main cast is trying to do is trying to figure out like to, how are we going to do something else how are we going to teach the humans to like if you could still hunt you know some monsters like the dangerous ones but do we all really need to be running you know like kill going- those guys not these guys yeah so this totally sounds like a serious machinima <laughs> no 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 it really, it really does it really isn't you're painting really- the wrong picture for the audience yeah, <laughs> like it sounds cool. Like, uh, like you really went in depth there, and and that's awesome. But uh, what are, what what are the funnies? <laughs> Tell us some uh, funny ideas. It. Oh yeah, perfect. <laughs> so well, now it's just gonna be dumb. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. So I'm one just of the kidding. <laughs> one of the characters is uh, she has she's kind of learned how to talk to the monsters, and that's because she's raised by palicos. Oh God! Thinks she's a palico herself, so no one's really taken her seriously as far as her being able to talk to monsters because she just seems like a crazy person. So is this going to be a Pokemon situation where like everybody hears the monsters in a different way, but uh, just one person can understand yeah. them, and they're all going to yeah. sound like Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> no. Stop hating, no. man. Ryan Reynolds is best. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Initially, the the viewers as well as the characters are only just going to hear them roaring. But over the course of the series, you will get to hear more of like what the monsters are like like with that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Can't wait to see what you got. Yeah, I'm excited to make <laughs> it. Show me what you got. Show me what you got. What you got. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, awesome. We'll have to. Are you going to be? Are you kind of doing everything yourself? Or are you going to do like the opening and the closing and all that? Or are they even going to have like an opening and a closing? So, um, everybody's, um... I feel like that's my fucking job now. I make everybody's intro. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, the first episode is not going to have an intro. Um, because the first episode is kind of just showing how they became a team. And so, like, I'm not really, like, the first episode's kind of <laughs> not going to have a theme until the second episode. Okay, cool. Yeah. I want to go for, like, the cinematic thing where, like, you know when it's kind of like a defining episode when the credits, like, are rolling during the action? It's like, oh, they needed that extra, like, three minutes for story. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, to kind of set things up. Yeah. Plus, I feel like, um, not that it's huge spoilers, but, like, sometimes, like, if, if, you know, if the team is supposed to be establishing in the first episode, if you cut to an intro where you see everyone as a team, then it sort of spoils the episode in a way. I hate when, like, TV shows do that, where it's like, oh, here's this character by themselves. I wonder who they're gonna, like, who they may befriend. And then an intro starts, and it shows, like, the whole cast. And you're like, uh, yeah, so I know who they're gonna, like, who's coming. I don't know, maybe I'm the only one that notices that stuff, but I hate when intros kind of spoil things. Well, it sounds awesome. We, we gotta wrap it up. We're running super okay. super over. But, uh, yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. But yeah, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Uh, be sure to join us every week for the latest on Telltale Games and the Digital Apocalypse, <laughs> plus maybe some game news, survival horror, machinima, and some other stuff. We'll see how it goes. 
Uh, but uh, we hope you had a great Thanksgiving, if that applies to you. If it doesn't, well, tough shit. Have a great wow. week. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> have, have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.